Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Youth Vibes. I'm Daniel Sule. Last week, the conversation centered around toxic masculinity and what it means to be a man and the potential downsides of the societal pressures of being a man in today's world. This week, the tables are turned. We look at the impact of society and the stereotypes around the female psyche, what it means to be feminine. We have two amazing hosts today, Sarah Onu. The last time you came on this show, I believe you were Sarah Robinson. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Sarah. Welcome back to Youth Vibes. Thank you. And Seth Kuje is back on Youth Vibes. Hi, Seth. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> and uh, the one, the only, Professor Amaka Ochiki. <laughs> is back. I think Auntie Amaka is the, the, the most... Is a, she, she has appeared on Youth Vibes the most out of any guests we have had. Kami, <laughs> we'll check that out. We'll, we'll count our numbers and see. Welcome back, Atiyamaka. <laughs> Thank you, and I hope there's something, a reward for coming so many times. We'll, 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 we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. Um, Sarah and Seth, over to you guys. Thank you. Seth, how have you been? I've been good. Okay. Yeah. How have you been? Awesome. Thank Great. you. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. Trust you have been having an amazing day. So far, so good. Great. Okay. So, um, toxic femininity is what we're talking about today. And um, we have a very rich source we're going to learn from and tap from. So, basically, Ma, we'll just go straight ahead. We want to know, what do you understand by the term toxic femininity? Hmm. Well, it depends on who is talking and who is asking. Um, but to break it down in simple terms, um, toxic femininity will be um, describing when women use their feminine wills, in quotes, to try to make people do what they want, especially men, to do what they want. Mm -hmm. Then another side to it is when women are pressured to be feminine what society understands as being feminine. You are pressured to conform mm. and show yourself to be feminine. So when you do certain things, oh, that's not, that's not ladylike. You know, you, you are supposed to behave in such and such a way. Mm. So, so that's why I say it depends on who is talking and who is mm. asking. Interesting. So the first part you said, um, someone is using that, um, you know, the person has, is using the... I'm sorry, how did you put it? Feminine wills. Feminine wills. To oppress other people, right? To make people do what they want. Okay. To, to get me. people to have your way. Okay. Yeah. So, say, for example, some ladies that they insist that this is how it should be because they are feminine. Yeah, but many times it's not... Women, when you're talking of toxic femininity, it's not like women come out and say... Set, you do this thing for me because I'm a woman. It would be, I'll change my voice and go, Set now. <laughs> then roll my eyes at Set, then start crying. Mm -hmm. And Set doesn't know what to do anymore. He gives me what I want. I've won. Uh -huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's also looking like. Um, it's manipulation. manipulation. That's, it's class. that's the word I was saying. Manipulation. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Sorry, yes. sorry to cut you in. So, are there ways that the society can cut that or try to cocktail, cocktail toxic femininity? Society isn't curtailing it. Society is pressurizing you. Or society is 
creating an enabling environment for people to do those kind of things. Because as I said, mm -hmm. definition of toxic femininity depends on who is talking, talking and from what view you are looking at it. So this looks, um, because generally women are not, society expects that women are not going to be assertive. I'm not going to say, Seth, can I have a bottle of water? And mm -hmm. Seth will give me. Generally, that's what is expected. So I have to be nice. Mm -hmm. I have to talk like a lady. I have to comport myself like a lady. I have to smile nicely. Mm -hmm. You know, bend my neck somewhat, change my voice, and talk to Seth very nicely. And if Seth doesn't want, I'll start crying. <laughs> and Seth would give me what I want. Of course. Okay, but this is still all toxic. Yes, because that's not... Is, is it right? No, it is it right I have to manipulate people to get what I want? No. So, okay. So what you're saying that there, there is there is a way that ladies are supposed to to behave, but then they go overboard to do it. There's a way you or the community or society thinks ladies women should behave, should behave, and you want to force women to behave. In, you have in a that, stereotype, yes, that they must behave that way, or else you are not normal. So if I I walk up to you and say, Seth, please, can I have um, what is that thing people say? Um, Urgent 2K. Urgent 2K. <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. As a, a guy can walk up to you and say, uh, Seth, can I have urgent 2K? Mm -hmm. He would give the guy. No but if I walk to you and say, Seth, can I have urgent 2K? You're like, mm, why are you asking me? Why you are so aggressive. Are so, yes. You are so forward. You are yes. so, but if I can say, Seth, now, please, Seth, can I have, I need some, uh -huh. you say, okay, I'm doing the correct thing, then you give me the 2K. Mm. You see the difference? Yes, mm. yes. Good. Mm. So I was just wondering where, uh, how did it all start? Is it that um, it's from the family um, space that women now are not able to just be them themselves and get what they want at, at certain times, or they now have to become toxic to get what they want? Where did it really emanate from? I can't really say, but I just know that human beings generally were selfish. If we are given our opportunity, we are manipulative. Human beings generally will try to manipulate situations for their own benefit. Mm -hmm. So that's the nature of fallen man. And mm -hmm. that's what makes people do what they do. And society reinforces it. So if women want to get things done in the usual way or the common way that men are expected to get things done, you say she's aggressive, she's um, she behaves like a man, she's not behaving like a woman, and all that. So even society forces the women to behave in a certain way to get things done. And that's not right. You know, when you are using the fact that you are female mm -hmm. to try to manipulate people to get what you want, mm -hmm. I don't think that's right. Mm -hmm. I think everybody, both male, female, everybody should have a level playing ground to, to try to attain the best they can. Yeah. Yes, men and women are different. We're not the same. Our approach mm -hmm. to life and the way we do things is different, but you shouldn't just bring out that quality about you to try to use it to, you know, force people to m do what you want. I don't think that's right. No, at all. It, it isn't. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, um, having known that, uh, is there a way or are there ways that the family can help? I think from, from home, um, in raising the girl child, mm -hmm. and I guess all children, I think everybody should be made to understand that everybody is important and um, valued before God. Mm. And um, you can achieve anything that God has uh, proposed for you to achieve. So, as they say, um, 
the, the sky should not even be your limit. Your limit. It should be your beginning point. Beginning point. Right. So you can aim as high as you want, whether you're female, whether you're male, whatever it is you do, by dint of hard work and doing all that you need to do with the blessings of God upon what you do. Mm. So I don't have to, you know, um, try to be overly feminine to be able to get a job. Mm -hmm. You know, they expect if you come for a job interview, you smile nicely, yes. you roll your eyes and mm -hmm. all that and all that and some body language and they'll pity you and give you the job or mm. get some. That's not right. Mm -hmm. Just let everybody be, you know, be trained to understand that you cannot work hard. You can be the best you can be. You can do well in school and all sorts of things that you need to do to mm -hmm. achieve what you need to achieve. And uh, so from home, mm. we should all be taught that. Okay. I think um, the place where we are excellent, where children basically are raised to be excellent, because if a woman has, or a girl child, has all she has to be, all she has to, all she wants to be, then I know that there are cases where, for example, a girl child is an excellent student, but lecturer still wants to oppress her and... Um, make her want to now con uh, you know confirm confirm to being toxic or being it uh, you know engaging in toxic femininity she's able to attain what she wants to because she's excellent i know that the place of society condemning her excellence is there but uh, which will now make her want to roll her eyes or do whatever things just to get what she wants but from the home if the, a child is grown to be excellent and know how to get to where he or she wants to get to. I don't think, I mean, I think there's a way for the child to con, to be able to control this issue we're talking about. And that's what I'm saying. So everybody must be trained to be confident in themselves, to know that they can achieve whatever they need to achieve. You don't need to do anything different to be able to get where you're going. And also, um, families shouldn't also try to encourage um, or try to force their female children to say this is how females should do. So mm -hmm. if a girl is outgoing, she's mm -hmm. um, a go-getter, mm -hmm. you say, no, this is not ladylike. Mm -hmm. You know, she says her mind, she mm -hmm. says what she wants, you say she's too aggressive from mm -hmm. the home. Mm -hmm. They say you don't do that, you don't talk like that, mm -hmm. you don't, you know. So I think from home, parents should also learn to encourage girls to be be, be themselves and mm. be the best they can without trying to make them conform to something that they, are, they, they really are not so that you can satisfy society that this is how, get, oh, you're too aggressive, mm -hmm. you're too forward, oh, when are you getting married? Mm -hmm. The way mm -hmm. you're behaving, no man will marry, marry you. you, no man will want to be, why, why do you talk to people like mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. So you, you, you let people be, I'm not saying people should be nasty, mm -hmm. but encourage people, be nice, be polite, but you don't have to be you know, to bend over backwards to be something that you're not mm. so that you can fit in or whatever it is that people think we're doing. Okay. So I want to ask, do you think that um, there's an extreme of the other side? For example, let me give you an experience I had. Um, I grew up not waiting for the male child to do certain things that I know he's supposed to be the guy to do it. For example, to put on the gen. Why should you be your brother putting on the gen? What's wrong with you putting on the gen? Don't you have hands? I do. So why is it a male job? <laughs> so, sorry. I want to know. Sorry to cut you short. Why but, is it a male job? I'm a younger sister. You, if you say older sibling, yes. yes. But mm -hmm. if you say brothers, then I have problems there. Okay. Okay, so talking about putting on the gen. Mm. So in, in my home, my mom trained us 
the main, both the guys and the girls we mm-hmm. just do the same job so you can exactly. come to you can Everybody come to my you can come to my house you can come to my house and see the guys mopping and then you be like why is this guy mopping I don't know if I get my point. Okay. Yes. But then, and also you can come to my house again and then you see my sister cleaning my dad's engine or your car. You're wondering, you get. So okay. my dad, my mom has paid, put a put up like a platform where both the guys and the girls are kind of like equal. They do things equally. And then whatever whatever it is that the ladies mm. are not comfortable with, they, they have a platform to talk. So do you think, I think the family, that, that's where it contributes to the society. Okay. My family have contrib- contributed that way to the society. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But really, let me give this scenario. You know this big list agent? Yes. I, that uh, you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, uses yeah. diesel. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of work, ma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, honestly, um, okay, let me just paint this scenario. There was a certain day that um, electricity went out and my mom was like, we should put on the gen. And I told her, tell Israel, that's my immediate error, to put on the gen. And he was getting agitated. Like, why would I say he should go and put on the gen? But after all of those hassles, I learned to just go ahead to do things, not waiting for him to do. But now I get a better understanding. I, I now know that raising of my children, it, there would be no distinction to say this is for the girl or this is for the boy, hopefully. Everybody yeah. will get to do and learn to do things so that everybody can stay wherever and still be good by themselves. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Ma, oh, to you, Ma. Um, do you think you're 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 from the older generation? Do you think that? <laughs> yes. I'm, okay. I'm from the younger. I'm from the Gen Z generation. I'm the way the go. yes, the way it's put. Seth, you don't know my age. I don't know your age. So you can't say. <laughs> All right. Me, All right. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm 22. I'm 22. I'm not telling you mine. All right, mommy. You, you don't you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me yours, mommy. But do you think that your own generation? But do you think your own generation did justice to toxic femininity? Did you? Because everything. Yes, I think okay. I think many things have changed over, over time. the years. Okay. Um, for the older generation mm-hmm. and in the past, you know, people lived by stereotypes, mm-hmm. and people didn't learn to question stereotypes. But now it's becoming obvious that the world is changing, mm-hmm. and um, the things we used to do, uh, the way we used to do things, is also beginning to change. So um, people are becoming more conscious of certain things and realizing that certain behavioral patterns are not good. Mm. Just like you've talked about toxic masculinity. Yeah. We found out that some of those things, the fact that you're a man you and behaving in certain ways is, is enemical mm. to people's well-being. So you are raising these issues that some of these things you are doing are not good. And the same thing for females too. You can't, you can't use the fact that you're a female to try to manipulate situations yeah. or run down other people who are not doing things the way you are. You say, okay, aside from trying to get people to do what you want, you can begin to um, try to run down and bring down self-image of people who are not doing things the way they should do. You harass people, somebody decides that, okay, and well, this is maybe more for Western people. Mm. You decide, okay, I don't want to shave the hair in my legs. That's <laughs> I want my legs to be it's the okay. way they are. And you're like... This is not what females do. Mm-hmm. Why should you have hair in your legs? your legs? People laugh at you and call you names. But it's your life. It's your legs, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Why should people make you miserable? Or um, somebody in the office says, oh, Sarah, why don't you use makeup? Mm. I think you should use much more, some more makeup. You should look more feminine and all that. Is it by force? No. Somebody, it's, it's a person's choice to decide whether he or she wants to use makeup. You know, 
Oh, this is your dress you are, you are wearing. You are too formal in your dressing. Um, put some more frills. Why are you always dressed in black and gray? Why can't you do more yellow, more pink, more, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. That's what women do mm -hmm. and all that. But I like black. Mm. Why should I be made miserable because I like black? Mm. So those kind of things, you know, is, is, is not wrong to use black. It's not wrong to be myself. Mm -hmm. uh, so you let people be. But you now want them people to conform to a particular of what women should be, should be. A particular image of what females should be. And that's not healthy. Okay. Mm. Okay. So mm. sorry before I hand over to back to Auntie Sarah. So do you think they should be, the society should create like institutions that should teach or train young people about toxic femininity so it should not be used over because already the toxic the toxicity in that women do is over they go overboard to do things so do you think there should be institutions let's say like the church now for instance let me use the church for instance do you think that this kind of such topic should be should be teached in the church well we're talking about it now mm -hmm. i think um well not formal institutions but okay. i think the conversation should be going, should be ongoing as we're having now. Mm -hmm. uh, people should be able to talk, discuss things, and from the Christian point of view, now mm -hmm. yeah, you should be asking yourself: This thing you are doing is it right? Mm -hmm. okay. Do I need to? Do you need to roll your eyes, bend your neck, mm -hmm. walk in a particular way to get something done? Is that mm -hmm. is that what Christians do? Mm -hmm. You know. So these are conversations that we should be having and talking to ourselves about that. Look, this thing you are doing isn't the way things should be done. Mm -hmm. You know. As a Christian, you should work hard. You should aim to achieve whatever it is God needs you to achieve. And uh, with the spirit of God in you and doing, what, doing things the way they should be done, you should be able to achieve whatever it is that God has for you. You don't have to do all those things, mm -hmm. you know, that people outside in the world do to try to get people to do for them what they want done. It doesn't work that way. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so I think a lot of work needs to be done from the family. From the family space, rather. Family space, and mm. then we should have ongoing discussions. Con conversations. Yeah. Talking. Mm. Yeah, conversations. We should be talking. Okay. Be talking. Be talking. So, well, thank God for this kind of platform for us to have um, such ongoing conversation. But then, let's come to the family space. What are the basic things? Well, I shouldn't say basic, but everything that entails having to bring up a girl child to overcome such... Issue. But uh, as um, Seth has said earlier, um, I think the aim of raising children is to, yes, for them to be all that God wants them to be, for them to be disciplined human beings and all that. But the end result at the end of the day is that you want children who can have an independent existence when they leave your house. Mm -hmm. They'll right. be holistic, mm -hmm. well-rounded human beings when they leave your home. So you raise children to be able to do all that they can do to to have the skills and the and the uh, skill sets yes to be able to do what they need to do when they live alone when they leave your home both um skills as in skills themselves mm. behavioral patterns yeah mm -hmm. all those things that they need to be able to be the best that god wants them to be we should start teaching from the home mm. so you need to let as i said earlier you need to let girls know like boys too that they can achieve anything Mm -hmm. There's nothing, there's no limit to what a girl can, can achieve. achieve. Yeah. And she can do it by the help of God and dint of hard work. Mm. You don't need to do female things, in quotes, to be able to get what you want. You don't need to, you know, just 
be in a position where people now, because w w when you do those things we're talking about, you are in a position where people can, you can be abused, in mm. quotes, you, you know, you are used, mm -hmm. and that's not right. right. So uh, if I can work hard, I'm good at what I do. I don't need to roll my eyes at anybody to get them, you know. Yes. And then, when, of course, when you start rolling eyes, people are looking for who to sleep with. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you know, it, it just gets rolling in that direction. Mm -hmm. So you, 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 once people understand that, look, I can do anything I want to do. I can achieve anything I want to achieve. Hard work and being properly trained, mm -hmm. excellent at what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. The sky is your limit, and mm -hmm. I think that's what we should be teaching our children from home. Mm -hmm. So I was just wondering. You could teach a child to be excellent, to have the skill set and all that. But a lot of times they go out, they meet other people, they get influenced. So what, what can you say about, you know, getting to be in that space outside and not um, getting contaminated, I would say? Once your child starts going out, once the child starts going to school, the risk of contamination is always there. Mm. But that's why even when they are going out, they are with you for a while before they finally go out. Mm -hmm. So when they go out, they come home, you are watching. I think mm -hmm. parents need to be very observant. It's mm -hmm. not just to feed your children and talk to them, but you need to be observant and sensitive to what is happening in your children's lives. Mm. So once you, you are watching behavior, you are watching behavioral patterns as they go out. So parents who want to restrict their children, don't talk to anybody, you are just wasting time. Mm -hmm. It's better you let them so that you are watching you are saying who is the bad influence. You are seeing what is good influence. When they come home with bad things or bad habits, you kill it. Mm -hmm. And when you are with your daughters at home, you begin to notice when your daughters are beginning to get manipulative. Mm -hmm. you know, they are using their feminine wheels, wheels to try to get what they want. You will notice it mm -hmm. and you will kill it. You say, look, mm -mm -mm, you don't, why don't are you rolling your eyes? Mm -hmm. For what? What's that? <laughs> why are you bending your neck? Why are you changing your voice? Mm -hmm. Will you stop that? Mm -hmm. Ask things properly. This yeah. is speaking in normal voice. Talk in normal voice. Mm. You, you know, you get your children till they get used to it. Mm. And they know that you don't have to do those things to get what you want. Mm. You can get what you want by working hard yeah. and aiming for it. So parents, you know, you need, there has to be a deliberateness, uh, you know, to that. Sometimes in real life, I know that easier, to, sometimes it's easier to do those things to get what you want. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's the best way mm. to do that. So I, I think we need to learn it. And if we have learned to do the, the wrong things, we have to unlearn right. those mm. things and do right. Mm. You know, don't use your femininity to, femininity to come and be oppressing everybody up and down. We are not the first woman. Mm. We are not going to be the last. At mm. least while the world is here. Mm. So let's do right as Christians and live right. You don't have to do all those things. Okay. Mm. okay. Interesting. All right. So um I want I wanted to ask a question. Yes. So um do you think that in the family space relationship mother mother daughter relationship should be built properly so that because you're talking about when your children go out they come back you notice some parents are not just there. They're not just there. And then mm. some children can be very very manipulative. Mm. They go out there something else they come back in and then they they, they just behave and the way they're supposed to behave at home. Mm. So do you think that um, we, should, we should encourage ch children and parents' relationships so that you can be able to notice when those behaviors? Parents and children should always have a good relationship. Any parent that you want to train your children to be all that God wants them to be, you have mm -hmm. to be available. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be available for those children. 
Sometimes I know parents are very busy pursuing money. They want to give uh, well, parents they want to give our children the, the best, best mm. and all that. But I've also come to realize that children generally are not even looking for anything expensive. Mm. Yeah. Until adults teach them to value expensive things. Mm. For example, you see children, if you give them the normal child, mm-hmm. if you give children cabin biscuit, they are very happy with you. Yeah. But it's us that will not teach them that cabin biscuit is cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that you need to have uh, digestive and, and all that. But mm-hmm. a normal <laughs> child who hasn't been, you know, contaminated, mm-hmm. cabin biscuit will be very be fine. fine. Yeah. Any kind of juice, anything that has sugar, they are happy. They don't yeah. know which mm-hmm. one is expensive and which one is cheap. But we're mm-hmm. the ones who teach all that. Mm-hmm. So when parents are running around so much to make money at the expense of having time for their kids, mm-hmm. it's a foolish balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we need to, parents need to be available for the children. And then in raising children, look, if you want to raise children to be all that you want, they are supposed to be, is not all you will do with your own strength. You need the Holy Spirit. Mm. You need the uh, grace and the strength of God. It's God who will open your eyes to see your children. Mm. Like in raising my children, some of the prayers I pray for my kids is God open my eyes. Mm. Because you need to know what's going on in those children's lives. Yeah. Open my eyes, expose these children. That's part of my prayer. And I tell my kids, anything <laughs> you do, if you like, come and pretend in this house, God will expose you. And mm. truly, God has been answering my prayer. He exposes them directly <laughs> or indirectly. Mm. Either they do it themselves or somebody would. Or I just, you know, sometimes God will just tap me and say, watch. watch. Mm-hmm. And I just watch and I, know, and I say something is wrong. Mm. And I follow through. So you just need God to help you to open your eyes to understand what is going on. Because sometimes you are sitting, things are happening right under your nose. Mm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But if the Holy Spirit gives you insight. Okay. You pick it up. Once mm. something is not right, mm-hmm. you pick it up. You're able to, you know, see if your child is the manipulative type, mm. your daughter is the manipulative type, mm-hmm. you know, they are rolling their eyes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they start with their daddies mm. and their brother. And they're like, what is all that? You mm-hmm. tell them, stop that. that. Stand straight. Mm-hmm. Talk to your daddy well. Mm-hmm. Use normal voice. Why are you bending your voice? Mm-hmm. Why are you bending your neck? Mm-hmm. Why are you bending? What is that? You know, or when they are talking to their friends, mm-hmm. that's why I also encourage, you know, let your children's friends come home. Mm. So you maybe to. sometimes you see them with their male friends and you see them doing all those things. Hey, mm. Kill it. Mm. So what's that? Why mm. why, why, why are you bending your body? Because you're talking to Seth. <laughs> Stand straight. Talk to Seth normally. What is it? Mm. You know. So mm. you begin to notice all these manipulative traits mm. and you kill it. Okay. You know, early, early. But you need God though. You need God. This one mm. can't do it with your own power. You mm. need the strength of God. And praying, uh, you know, as you are training the kids, mm. that the lessons you are giving them at home, mm-hmm. They will carry it out when Mm. they finally leave Mm. your house and learn that, look, as a female, I can achieve anything I want to achieve Mm. without rolling all those eyes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Me, I don't do those things. I don't roll my eyes, but I don't bend my voice. (laughs) If I want to ask you for something, one of my colleagues says... Uh, one time I was, I was saying, are you people, I was like teasing that, are you people, you did, I was saying they didn't do something for me. And one says, ah, you know what to do now. I say, me. Mm. <laughs> I don't do that. Too. Mm. If you want to give me something, give me. If you don't want to, leave it. Just leave mm. it yeah. You know, I don't bend my voice because I'm begging you for something. I don't bend my neck. I've never done it. Even when I was a younger person. Mm. If I want to ask you for something, I ask you nicely. If you want to do it for me, you fine. Mm. If you say you won't do Fine, mm-hmm. I go and do my own hustle. Yeah. I will struggle, I will save mm-hmm. and get what I need to get. But I don't mm-hmm. need to do all those things to get people to manipulate them to do because to do things for me. Because I realize that once women are doing those things, mm-hmm. many men don't know what to do. And the worst, mm-hmm. you see that crying. Mm-hmm. When we enter that crying mode, most men don't know what to do. Ot- Anything you want, they'll just give you, just stop. Otilo, Otilo. You know, so and women finished. know. So when you're like, <laughs> and they're like, okay, 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 okay. Let's okay. give you what you want. And okay. sometimes even we married women, 
We also use that in the house. Mm -hmm. When you've talked, it's not working. You start crying. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, but well, after a while, from some men, the, the two move. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the two move. But I think everybody should learn mm. that thing that, look, if I want something, mm. I can have a normal conversation mm. with you, you without I mean. trying to manipulate you. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. If you will do it for me, fine. If you won't do it for me, life goes on. That's okay. right. So I, I, okay, sorry. Yeah. So I feel like assuming if, if in the Bible came to Adam and just gave him the apple, <laughs> probably she wouldn't have eaten the apple. So I think she used the toxic. How did you, <laughs> you never yes, can tell. Because. Seth, no, were you there? No, no, no. You, you know, never you know, can you know, tell. He, when God asked him, he was like, it's Eve. You understand? <laughs> Eve did the job. So did the did uh, Satan use uh, Animals, no, you, you, uh, you animals never, you never, you toxic, never. Uh, the toxic animality <laughs> to get her to no, eat you, you, the, the apple. No, he spoke to her directly. He spoke, fruit, he spoke, sorry, he spoke to her directly. Uh. But then she, she, she beats the apple and then she gave Adam. So, so can we say, can we say that, can we say that she used her toxic femininity side <laughs> to do that? So I honestly don't know. I'm not going there with you. That's strictly on your own. I don't know. I can't say. All but right. I have two things. Okay, I want to comment on one. Um, I'm learning to be available for my children in the sense where from their very, very tender age, I give them my ears. Because that's one way I have known that I can develop relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Even when I, I want to have that kind of relationship where my child goes to school and if his seatmates or one of his classmates pinches his or her cheeks, mm. you come back and tell me, ah, mommy, do you not see what happened today? Mm. You know, I feel if I'm able to listen, give them my ear, ear time, they will always come to say things. And if they now start getting exposed to toxicity of whatever type, they should be able to come back and relate it and then we talk about it. I How feel... They know that it's toxic, this toxic behavior? Yes, they will not know. They unless they will pick up the behavioral uh, traits and exactly. talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you so, have to be available. Availability. So I'm saying that one way I have come to realize that being available is giving them my airtime. Because parents can be too busy and then even if you think they are saying nonsense, you just chase them off. They will now start, you know, they'll start to become independent and no one to come and tell you whatever. Yeah. So that is one way. I want to know if there are other ways you, you know, you're, you're more experienced, mother. Superwoman. Yeah, not serious. Superwoman. So I think, I, as we said earlier, is making time. Just be available. Mm -hmm. Just be available. And um, I know for, for, for working mothers, it may be kind of um, difficult to juggle all that. But making time, um, you may not have that bulk time to just sit with your kids. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things you need to do um, to, to make more time. So, for example, picking kids from, taking them to school and picking them from school. Mm -hmm. When my kids were in school, I tried to do that as much as I could. So, we drop them in the morning, I pick them from school. People say, no, get a driver. I said, no. I tried not to. I did driver a bit, but... It wasn't giving me what I wanted. Because that going to school time, coming back home time, is just period. Mm. You, you are tired, but you'll be talking, saying a lot of things in mm, the car. car yeah. And if you are sensitive, you pick out, you pick some things. You pick friends, you pick what is going on, you, you pick what is going on in school. Mm. My children, down to, if a teacher is liking another teacher, I used to hear it in the car. Yes. They, they'll be talking about, so you, you have all the gist, you know, in the school. Mm. Then, bath time and eating time. Hmm. 
So parents also sometimes will farm out that job of giving the children a bath to the helps and all that. Please just try and be available. Do, mm. do it. Mm. Do it. It's stressful, but try and do it. Mm. When they are eating too, be available. You know, there's a lot of gist that flows. Mm. And if you are there, you will hear the gist. Mm. But if you are not there, you will not hear the story and you will not be able to pick out something that is happening, something, a good trait that needs to be reinforced, a bad trait that needs to be picked up and corrected, mm. a dangerous place where your children are. You need to be available. You need to watch and see what is going on. Even when you drop them off in school, watch your environment. Like one of my kids, I remember, well, this is not rela generally related, to, it's not toxic femininity, but, well, maybe part of it, but mm -hmm. just about being watching. I realized that when I dropped the children in school, I realized some girls in the school, it's like this particular male teacher was very popular. So you see all the girls, oh, Mr. Whatever. You see everybody was mm -hmm. going to hug them, rolling mm -hmm. their eyes and doing, all, oh, oh, we miss you. <laughs> we wah, 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 wah. I, said, mm -hmm. I watched. I didn't, I didn't leave immediately. And once I saw that, I drew my daughter to one side. I said, if I see you, <laughs> hug this man, mm -hmm. greet him, mm -hmm. this thing they are doing, and rolling your eye, and rolling your body, I will kill you. Hey, hey, hey. That's what I told my daughter. <laughs> that day, she was reminding me that I said, if I see you, okay. mm. I, because I just, I said, this thing mm -hmm. is very dangerous. Mm. And later I found out that that guy was abusing some of the kids. Oh dear. So as parents, you must shine your eye and shine yeah. it well. Yeah. So yes, I, I use the word. Um, she said the other day she said, "Mommy told me you kill me." I say yes, <laughs> I'll kill you. But just to show her the severity of, I, I wasn't comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Why, why will everyone be jumping on the teacher's body? I miss you. I, well, no, mm -hmm. I, feel, I felt it was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. okay. So parents, you we just need to be watching. Okay. So it means that the, the soonest you notice this in your kids, you just. Attack kill it. Immediately kill it. Kill attack it. it. Mm. Okay. Artillery it. Everything. <laughs> I yeah. agree. But, uh, Ma, the, the way you said it just now, I don't know. For me, I'm a bit worried. Is it? Did you say it that way because you understand your children? Or you said it that way because that's how you would normally say it? Or? No, when I tell them I'll kill them, they know it's not that I physically <laughs> kill them, but they'll be in big trouble. Okay. And they know they are in big trouble. So don't even go there. Okay. But do you think that such tone could push a child off to not even want to come and tell you stuff? They tell me stuff. How did you develop that space where they are able to come and tell you everything? Because I talk with them. I'm available. It's not as if we don't quarrel. Mm. Uh, quarrel. But when you are wrong, I tell you you are wrong. But also, when it's time to also tell you that I love you, I'm not, I'm not stingy mm -hmm. with affectionate, you've been affectionate with my children. I hug them, I kiss them, mm. I love them. They know that mm. I love them. Okay. And I tell them that, look, no discussion or no topic is out of bounds with us. Yeah. Mm. You may have done the wrong thing, but mm. please come and tell me. Mm. I would always have a better view advice to mm. you. Mm. Don't keep things secret. And I've given them stories of um, people who have kept things secret mm. and the thing just kept getting worse and worse. So I say, look, come and talk to me. Mm. I will always have better advice than your friends. Your mm. friends, what, what experience do you have? have? I have better advice. Come to me. Mm. I may be upset with what you have done, yeah. but I will not kill you. Mm. And I've also told them, no matter what you do, mm -hmm. I will never disown you. Mm. God yeah. has joined us. Mm -hmm. Nothing can separate us. Right. Death. 
Right. So exactly. I said, even if you're an armed robber, I've told them as well. I said, even if you're an armed robber, mm. I'll be upset. Mm. I'll show you Pepe. Mm. <laughs> you are still my son. Right. Mm. And I'll not give up on you. Right. So they know that. Mm. And so we're good. Okay. Uh, we're good. Awesome. Okay. Thank you okay. very much, man. So I wanted I wanted to ask her how yes. to, how we can eradicate and the solution. But I think she just spoke about it right now. Mm. Showing love. Yeah. Showing love. And then no matter what the kids does, you just tell the kid that I'm there for you. Mm. So but then generally in the society, mm. b- before we go, can you just tell us what we can do in the society just to eradicate, not the family level right now. Mm. The society, how we can eradicate toxic femininity. You can't eradicate evil hmm. now. Mm. Until oh. Jesus returns. Mm. But you can be light. Okay. You can be salt. And let's start from here. Mm. From church. Mm. Let's teach ourselves the right things to do. Mm. Let's encourage ourselves to do right. To do well. Let's raise our children to do right. And when we go out in the world, in your offices, in your workplaces, people are seeing that you are getting, you are getting where you are getting without mm-hmm. having to do all those strange things. You're not manipulating anybody. You're not trying to control anybody. You're not running down anybody. Even as females, we can also manifest our toxicity mm-hmm. to our male counterparts by even our husbands, our male you know, um, colleagues at work. When they do something, like you, are, you run them down. Like, why are you behaving like a woman? Mm. Please, what exactly does that mean? Yeah. If a guy is nice, say, why are you behaving like a woman? woman. A guy helps in the house. You say, well, are you a woman rapper? Mm-mm. Why are you helping? Guys want to plait their children's hair because guys are be- guys are becoming more aware. Mm. They are helping in household chores. You, the mother-in-law, you are going. It's like she has tied you, yes. so, you know, and all that and all that. That's also wrong, and it's all toxic. You know, don't let's encourage the men, men who are doing well. Let's praise them yeah. mm. and uh, encourage them to do even better. Mm. You know, uh, uh, in what they are doing, and let's also not try to rope women in to say this is how uh, must women must behave. You know, you, you you shouldn't go out of your way to work too hard. Mm. You are too aggressive at work. Mm. Why are you so ambitious? Mm. Are you not a woman? Don't say that. Why would you say that to people? Mm. There's nothing wrong in being ambitious. Mm. But let the person have a proper life-work balance. Yeah. Yes, and even telling people they're ambitious, you earn the right to speak into people's lives. Mm. And you don't just come and talk to anybody, say, why, why are you not using makeup? Who are you to talk to her like that way? Mm. Is she your friend? Mm-mm. Are you, you know, do you have a relationship ongoing? Desire? You know, you, you earn that right to speak into people's lives. Have you shown her concern? Have you shown her love? Have you been available for her? Mm. If you haven't done all that, then you have no right, no right to tell her she's not using makeup, to tell her that her dresses are too dark and too severe mm. for a female. You don't have that right. Yeah. You know, so you need to respect people and respect their space. Mm. And if you want to be able to speak into their lives, earn it to be able to speak into people's lives. And when they are doing well, let's encourage ourselves, encourage the women. Yo, you are doing well. Mm. I like your drive. Yeah. You know, I like how you are going about it. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Oh, is that what you want? Oh, I like the way you, you know, you made this request. That's excellent. Mm. You know, you reinforce good behavior, you know, and then the ones that are rolling eyes and all that, well, if it's in my place of work, I'll call you in sometimes and like some of my younger colleagues say, no, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Don't, don't try and manipulate the boys in this department. Yeah. All you need to do is for them to know you're hardworking. Yeah. And right. like where I work, I noticed right from when I was a resident, any female that works hard, mm. guys know that many times women, women have uh, family emergencies, usually more than the guys. Mm-hmm. Your male counterparts usually, that has been my experience, we feeling for you. Mm. Sometimes even with the problems you come to work, they're like, please just go home, go home, go and sort yourself out. Mm. But 
with time, those of them that know that you have been using your oh, eh, eh, ah, don't you know I'm a female? You help me? Mm. Oh, like Sarah, I'm pregnant now. You use pregnancy <laughs> to try to oppress all of us. After a while, they get tired of all that what nonsense. They'll mm. just ignore you and walk away. Mm. So, are you the first pregnant person? Mm. So, at a time when I noticed that some of you know some of the women were doing that, and the guys would not know what to do or how to handle, I said. All the female house officers, the married ones, send them to my unit. Mm-hmm. Let them tell me that they have children and their children mm. use it to oppress people. I would wow. let you know that me wow. too. I have, I have had children. Mm. I raised children on mm-hmm. the job. Wow. So don't use those your female things to try and be oppressing and making people's lives uncomfortable. Because the men are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know? So let's work hard, encourage, reinforce it. So let's start from here. As we're doing what we're supposed to do, we're shining light. Mm-hmm. People are seeing exemplary lives that, mm. you know, she's female. But she's not doing all those all things. Those things. Mm-hmm. You know, she's achieving what she needs to achieve mm. in the workplace or wherever without doing all those things. Mm. And people are challenged. But that you are going to eradicate it, manipulative behavior across board, it's not going to work. Mm. Evil and sin will be here until Jesus comes to make all things right. Mm. But let's be light. Let's be exemplary in all that we do, both in the home front, in the workplace, in our communities. Mm. Be, be excellent. Do what you do very well. Don't try to use anybody, manipulate anybody, run anybody down. Mm. And I think we're good. We'll be good to go. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ma. Okay. It's been a very rich discussion. Yes, it has. And I have been super enlightened. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ma. It's wonderful you having too. you on the Thank you, our mommy. Show. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'd love to have you again. <laughs> Thank Every you time. very much. <laughs> but Seth, I just want to let you know, uh-huh. the day you saw me is the way I, the day I saw you. So you can't say I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Noted, noted. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank Many thanks to Professor Maka Ucheke, Seth Kuji, and Mrs. Sarah Onu for their time on the show today. And thank you for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Youth Vibes wherever you get your podcasts. Turn in your notifications as well so that you don't miss a single episode. If you have thoughts or questions, please send them into youth4epc at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-T-H number 4-E-P-C at gmail.com. This episode of Youth Vibes was produced and mixed by Ernest Nampon in collaboration with Takapati Church Youth Fellowship. Our theme music is by Basho Adamu. Special thanks to Nkami Iwara, Godfrey Ali, and Marvelous Clement. That's it for this episode of Youth Vibes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you right here next week.